Hi guys, how are we doing? Um, hope you are fine, hope we are good, and you are welcome to another episode of All About God with Lola. And let me do a proper introduction today. My name is Omalola, and I'm the anchor for All About God with Lola. And I hope that um, so far that you've been blessed with uh, different topics, with different messages that the um, Lord has thought wants to pass to his sheep, to his people. Um, and I want to say to anyone that is listening to this podcast for the first time that you are really welcome and I pray that um, the essence of this um, podcast, um, the essence of those messages will be made manifest in your life. Amen. So, um, for like, almost like a month ago, we started, um, I can't remember the exact date, we started um, a series which mm-hmm. we concluded last week. And the series was about Trinity. We've been talking about God, who God is, the name of God and how. And we ended that part with the series called Trinity. And we talked about God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So today I'm here with another series, actually. Funny thing is that I never knew it was going to be series. It was going to be a series until I started um putting down the messages and when god was um dropping things for me to write and direct me directing me to some things to write down to pen down to point down for this um podcast because left to me i wanted to make it like a topic on its own just talk about it to give the different differentiate between the concept and just just go with it for you know this um holy spirit there you might want to go in a particular way and it will just overturn like change it without you noticing that's the way god works actually so um so today's topic was supposed to be grace favor and mercy like that three that was what we're supposed to talk about today but i was supposed to start with grace then go to favor then go to mercy but as I was writing for, as I was dropping messages for um, writing, as God was dropping messages for, let me say, when as God was dropping messages for grace, I noticed that I got that there were there were a lot of things for me to um, pen that for me to say, like they they kept coming, and I noticed I just sensed in me that God actually doesn't want me to do it as a as um, a topic that He wants me to do it as a series. So I just had to like obey and um, start. So, I'll start with the, let's say, preamble, the introduction to this whole series. Um, oh, before we start, I, in Jesus' name, I pray that, um, that the essence of this podcast will be made manifest in everybody's life, that um, Holy Spirit will expand what he wants, uh, the message he wants to carry out, he wants people to know about in this podcast amen so um i was talking about grace favor and mercy <laughs> three big big words let me say um yeah i'll just say three big words three big concepts in um, christianity in the christendom in in three big um world when it comes to um our work with god and um, so I'll start with this. Um, some Christian um, 
um, carry these three concepts. I'll use the word concept here now together. They, they exchange it instead of grace, they say favor, instead of mercy, they say this. So that's because they actually don't know the meaning. They refer to it as if it's the same thing. And most Christians don't even understand the meaning of this concept at all because what they understand about Christianity is that um, there are a lot of things you you need to understand. And you not just understand it, you have to understand the roots. Like you understand what it's, it means. That's why um, when some preachers are actually preaching, they actually take you back to the roots of those words, the Greek meanings and the Latin and all those things. You know, the Bible was not actually written in, in English that we read at this point in time. I can quickly tell you that, tell you that um, some parts of the Bible has been taken away, some place, some has just been... Because the Bible we use actually is not the awful Bible, actually. So, and so when... Okay, I said that the Bible was interpreted, it was uh, written in Greek and not just Greek. When, as um, they were trying to interpret it to Greek and um, to Greek back to English, Greek to other language, there would have been some words that, that would have been mis- um, represented, misspelled, or how would I put that? That's been, permit me to use these words, mistranslated. So it happened. That is why sometimes, most times, some preachers go back to the Greek word for you to get the proper understanding of what you are talking about. And uh, if you are, if you are a Christian and you don't understand some concepts, some words in about the Bible in the Bible, some words that, um, some concept that we need to know as a Christian, you might actually find it hard to, um, you might find it hard to journey with Christ or have a relationship with Christ. Because you need to understand some things before you can um, put it to use in your life. Okay, enough of um, that. Let's continue. So, uh, grace, favor, and mercy are three different concepts. That are not the same thing. Although, if you are not careful, you might make them together and take them one, take one for the other. But what I want to say here is that um, although they are similar, they are actually really, really similar. Like the difference between them is not that um if you are looking at the face level is not that um that much until you dig deep until you understand what they actually stand for before you can understand the difference between um grace favor and mercy so i'm going to digress a little bit here um guys i i've been trying to fight for um because my main option uh, intent from the beginning of this podcast is not too long let's say five minutes but i noticed that the trend at which um this podcast is going the trend that it, god god will be said the god god wants me wants to take us it is it's not a it's not a a, a place i can place a control or try to say yeah because that's podcast has to be like three minutes has to be like five minutes has to be like six minutes so there are there will be some times that the podcast would have to be very very long not too long hopefully but um sometimes you just actually need to like um make it you actually need to explain it for people to actually understand i try to explain all these things in the layman language for everybody to actually really really understand what i'm saying because it will not do any justice if i'm explaining things and i'm not explaining it to the extent that at which anybody who listens to this podcast would actually understand it so um permit me the podcast might be long 
but um i pray that you understand better and you get the whole evaluation of this um, topic so let's dive in grace now grace is an unmerited favor that's what we all say it's an unmerited favor it's an unmerited favor unmerited favor what we call merit what do we call merit merit is something that we actually um we actually worked for like we be actually share so you permit me to use the word you but we did the work we we're responsible for it so for grace which is unmerited favor you do not work for it sure you know you know a farmer goes to um farm every day in the morning and probably in the evening to weed to take out the weeds to water the uh the grass or vegetables the fruits whatever he is doing and at the end at the end of the season he harvests at the in the harvest season he harvest his vegetable his fruits and all he actually worked for it so a labor had gone had gone in for those things to be produced but in the in the aspect of grace of god nothing you did not do anything like you practically did not do you didn't lift a finger You did not do anything to receive it. For example, um, the fact that Christ came to die for our sin, to bridge the gap between God and man, is an example of God's grace. God's grace. If you don't understand this, please go back to our previous, um, um, especially the Trinity series, for you to understand this part. So, um, no man worked for it. You, no man worked for the grace of God. The only person that actually did the work for the grace of for that did the work was Christ because he was actually the one that died for our sin. It was the one that was killed. It was the one that was his blood was spilled. It was the one that actually went to hell to collect the key of life from Satan. So he actually did the work. In fact, a lot of us were not even born at that point in time. When it's not even the world where we've not been born, I mean, we, we were not alive at that point in time, and we are still enjoying the grace of God at this point in time in our life. We're still enjoying the grace of God, so you can see that you actually did not work for it. So let's continue. So, Christ is the work of our salvation, man became saved by the grace of God. So man became grace by the um sorry, man became saved by the grace of God. So I'm going to be reading. Okay, let's open the Bible verse. Um, Ephesians chapter two verse eight to nine, and I'll be reading from NLT. Um, I like actually I like using NLT because I actually understand it better. But you can also use NIV. I think I once said that. Please get a. Okay, I don't think I've said it. Let me just say it now. Um, get a particular Bible translation that works with you, that you understand. Because, let's be sincere, Bible verses, um, Bible um, versions like uh, King James can be too heavy for someone that is just starting their, um, their journey with Christ. In fact, for everybody, because you see the clinical, the big, big English and all those things, just look for a version that's that you know that once you reach you actually understand what the bible is saying 
because I will not lie to you when it comes to um, um, reading the Bible and all it can be hard and some Bible verses can be really really abstract that is why you need other versions of the Bible Sometimes I might be reading my Bible and I might decide to use King James. Sometimes I might decide to use probably NIV. NIV. So I can decide to use NLT. So you can get a Bible, um, a Bible that has those different versions when you are reading your Bible. Anyway, let's go. Let's continue. Try 12 minutes. Oh God. God saved us. Okay, Ephesians 2 verse um, 8 to 9. God saved you by his grace by his grace when you believed and you can't take credit for this it is a gift from God so we are saved by what by his grace salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done that means we didn't do anything for it so none of us can boast about it so the greatest gift God gave to man oh sorry that's not that's the next thing okay there is nothing like christians or christianity without the word grace i would even like to say this that the root word for christianity is grace you see the reason why i said the root word for christianity is grace the greatest gift god gave to man was grace which was in sending his son to die for our sins John 3.16, we can check that as uh, it's a popular Bible verse, but we tend not to um, we tend to take that Bible verse for granted. Now, Christians, uh, as Christians, we often abuse the grace of God in our life. Let me just let me say once, let me say that um, once you become um, a Christian, you become partaker of God's grace. You enjoy the grace of God. Now, some people might think that um, it's only their pastors, like some selected few people that actually work for God, that does, that gives, that sweeps, that uh, they preach in church, the prophets and all that actually that enjoys the grace of God. But it's not so because all believers enjoy the grace of God. we all enjoy the grace of god there's no uh, it's not as if there's a it's grace of god that's selected for these people there's grace of god that's selected for these people no as long as you believe and you've accepted jesus christ into your life you enjoy the grace of god as we enjoy the grace of god we can also abuse the grace of god so you know one thing eh? We humans, when you start seeing, you see things. That's why some people, okay, when they are teaching a particular skill, they want you to actually pay for it because they feel as if people feel as people feel as if you um you cherish what you actually paid, what you worked for. That the way you are going to take it is going so much is going to be different from the way you are going to take the one that the one is just trying to help you and you're not paying for it. So abusing the grace of God means taking the gift of God, that's the grace, the gift of God, which is grace, for granted. This means that um, you are, for example, now you are taught not to commit, a, not to commit this particular sin. You know, in the Bible, we were given like, things we are not supposed to do. Um, you know, um, what those commandments and all and all and all, and things we are not supposed to do as Christians and all. And you know it. You know that this sin is a sin. But you still decide to commit this sin. 
because she knew that if you go back to God, He is able and ready to accept you back. Is able and ready to forgive you. So because of that, it tends to do a lot of things. So and this is what a lot. This is this is one hack that a lot of Christians do actually. That is one thing that a lot of people nowadays we do because you know that oh, if I should do this, when I'm done, I'll ask God for forgiveness. And was it on one year? So um. By doing that, you're actually abusing grace. You're abusing the grace of God in your life. You're using Christ. Uh, the reason why I say you're using Christ is because you're actually having an affair. You know when you're having an affair, one thing for one. Christ, I want to, I can do the other. I, I, Christ, I love you. At the same time, I can do anything I want to do at that, at that same time. So, we are, so, Christians are supposed to have relationship with God with him with christ not have an affair with christ god's presence is a sign of his grace that is why we should always ask for god's presence you know when we are praying we when we are in church when we are praying we ask that god should come and join us come and um, sit with us to come and partake with us and all those things we ask for god's presence and God's presence is a sign of grace. Now, the last part of this end topic would be levels of grace, and there are from here, from here, there are three levels of grace. Grace that abided. That's the first one. Grace that abided. So, with what I've said so far, I can confidently say that God is grace. Or should I put it like this? Let's make it make it simpler. Christ is grace. Christ is the gift of God. Is gift or is gift of God to men. And grace is the gift of God to man. You can to understand that please better. You can go back to the um, Ephesians chance to eight to nine. So um, I said, Christ is grace, and Christ also told us to abide in Him. You can open and um, you can check John 15, verse 4. Okay, let me let me, let me um, you can just check um, John 15, verse 4. And I think NLT used the word remains, remains in me, but I think King James used the word abide. So, um, Christ wants us to abide in Him and Him also in us. And how does Christ abide in us? How do, through the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Grace that fill it. As Christians, we are filled with grace because was, we have Christ in us. And I think there's this, this Christ in us, the hope of glory. And the last levels of grace is grace that endures. See, now this is what's once you receive grace, once you receive Christ, you have grace and it lives in you. Once it lives in you, you have the Holy Spirit in you, and Holy Spirit will never leave you. Leave you. Holy Spirit endures with you forever. So can you say that the grace of God actually endures? It endures. It endures. So all these level of grace are available to all believers, because we, I think, I think I would say that Christians we have a lot of um, stereotypes. Let me use the word stereotypes. 
because we just feel as if this is this it should be the way this thing is we give we give, we give ourselves some standards that we have taken as if that is what god wants us to take that is what god said in his word that's why we have a lot of problems of we'll be asking ourselves where is this particular thing in the bible and we can't even find it so levels of grace are available to all believers Every, I think everything all just depends on your um your relationship with Christ. How far you are able to how far you are able to go with Christ, how far you are able to journey with Christ. So all believers or Christians, I like using the word Christians because I used to, I think I once said this, I think some episode ago I talked about perfect Christians that we need to be real with ourselves. If you know you are not following God's way, if you know you are not we are, we are not actually a Christian because the Christian Christians means um um Christians or Christian means um Christ like. So you need to be real with yourself. Are you following God's way? If you know you're not following God's way, make sure you f- try, ask for forgiveness and change your way. So a lot of Christians do not ask for these levels of grace and we actually need to ask for it. So I hope we all understand um, this topic and I pray that God will expand the Holy Spirit will expand these messages because uh, it is one thing for me to receive, it's another thing for the Holy Spirit to actually minister to you about it. You have to get see i as i do tell people something um doctrine is something you actually believe not what your church is telling you to believe and doctrine it's it stems from um whatever the holy spirit tells you whatever the holy spirit reveals unto you whatever your conviction is so um thank you guys for listening to this ep- today's episode of all about god Bilola and and i hope you enjoyed yourself and if you want to get across to me um you can check for all about god i think on ig you can search for all about god Bilola on ig or you can search for i think uh, our um is all other school about god i think i can't even remember the ig insta um handle for now but you can just search for all about god Bilola and drop a message and i would reply to you as soon as possible thank you so much and enjoy your day hi guys how are we doing hope we are fine hope we are safe and sound you're welcome to this to this episode of um this week's episode of um all about God Bilola and um last week we talked about we started a series called Grace, Favor and Mercy and we talked about grace and I said grace is a gift that we actually did not work for it and grace is an unmerited favor. So we did, it's a favor that we actually did not work for. We didn't do anything to receive it. It's not as if we did a particular job and God said, "Ah, you did this job very well. I'm going to favor. I'm going. Sorry, I'm going to show you grace now." And grace was shown by the fact that Jesus came to this world and died for the sin of each and every one of us. So this week we are still going to continue on the um, series, but today we are going to be picking favor. We're going to pick favor. So um. 
favor can be seen as help. Now, when we're talking about favor, a human being will actually do favor for herself too. Um, father is can favor his son, and when it comes to the literal and uh, the English meaning of favor, let me use the word literal meaning of favor. It can be um, just like somebody. It can be you're just helping somebody. It can be sometimes you can use that favor like mercy. You can see it as mercy, like do you understand? But favor is just like can help. Now, when we come to Christian dom now, like we have favor too, because um, we know the issue, uh, the the way God um, favor um, David with all the manner of sin he committed, your sin named a man after God's heart. It's just it's just favor. That's that's like a proper definition of favor. Okay, so we have favor. Then when we come to the Christian dom, we have divine favor. That divine favor can be seen as um, an help from God. It's not an ordinary help. It's just, it's a matter of let me help. I want to help you. So, um, as human beings, we can receive favor from God and we can receive favor from man. For example, in the book, in, in chapter, um, Luke, in, in Luke chapter 2, verse um, 52, yes. Um, Jesus found favor with God and man. Let me let's read. Um, let's read our Bible. You can turn with me. You can open your Bible and check. Um, Luke chapter two, verse fifty. It's actually a popular verse, but sometimes it's just better to read it out. So I'm going to be reading from New Living Translation. Luke two fifty two. Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. That means he found favor in the sight of men and he found favor in the sight of God. So in one way or another, everyone also does favor. We grant favor to other people. And I just, okay, let me just decide to help this person. We grant favor. So it's not a, a Favor is not just a, a God's thing. It's everybody's thing. So, but what God wants to just do is more, it's more on um, divine favor. That's, that's why I call it and help from God, like when God decides to help you. When God decides to help you, it is called divine favor. And favor is also a gift from God. You know, last week I said um, grace is a gift for God, from God, yes. And also, um, favor is also a gift from God because... God deciding to help you is actually giving you a gift. Him deciding to step into your situation, him deciding to um, give you that job you are asking for or that child you are asking for, it's a gift. When I was writing this message, like preparing this message yesterday and it felt as if I had nothing to write because I, I didn't actually want to write this message. Um, the, I, don't, I didn't want this message to be from the um, standpoint of what we see outside, like from what is favor. I actually didn't. So I had issues piling it up. And uh, and even when I was, God was giving me what to write, I was still like skeptical. 
But you know, when God gives you a message, when God gives you a message, you don't have a choice and what? Pass it because it's not a message for me. It's a message for everybody, both me and you guys. Both for me and you guys. So, like I said last week, um, a lot of us we merge grace and favor together, and they are not the same thing. They are not. In fact. Actually, not they are not the same. Although they might actually sound alike, they might if you pack their meaning together, they might actually like alike, but they are not the same thing. Although they still have some aspect that can be termed to be alike, but grace and favor are not the same thing. Although they are just similar in the sense that they are gifts from God. Um, favor is like. Let me, uh, let me, I'm trying, I'm trying, uh, I, I don't know how to actually explain it in words, but I'm just going to be, I'll give an example. She, you know one thing, when you don't actually want something, you don't want something, or you don't have the credential for something, and you got that thing, that is divine favor. For example, I'm applying for a job in, in a company, and they're telling me this is their requirement, and I did not meet any, or I met some. Definitely, they are going to have people that met all the requirements, and that company decides to actually pick you. That's divine favor from God. Now, some some people might actually say that eh, she be they just employed me or something. Oh, they employed you, but you never thought they were going to employ you because of because you know that you didn't meet the um, requirements, you didn't meet the um, how do we put it? And they say what for this so. Because you didn't, you, uh, I can't remember the word I was going to use, but because you didn't meet the requirements, you thought you were not going to employ you, and you got the job. So that's why people say that, uh, a lot of people say that there's no big, there's no big or small miracle. There's no big, there's no small miracle. Oh, no, miracle. So, um, I would see favor as being a VIP. You know when you're in an event they said uh, there's a when you're going for an event and you guys are paying there's a for regular for normal people there's a one for vip favor is an example favor is um is if you are favored that means you are, you are like a vip that means you have an you have some exclusive access to something so um I don't know. I hope I'm part, um, um, passing a message to everyone that is listening to me right now. That you should see favor as being a VIP, like a, yeah, like a special candidate when it comes to favor. So um, we know that different people in the Bible, God favored them. But one person that, um, that, the person's life is all about favor, like it should. You know, I talked about Daniel the sometimes I talked about Daniel not quite long, but I'm going to be just going to be picking Esther here. And if I have to be sincere with you, I see Esther's life as a life of favor, a life of a life that was blessed with divine favor because, um. Looking for looking from the standpoint of where she is coming from, she was an orphan. She was only being taken care by, um, I think, her father's, her father's brother or something. The man was just an uncle. Mutika, okay, Mutika took um, 
took her in, was the one taking care of her, and Mordecai was not a, 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 a an elder, but Mordecai was not a chief. Mordecai was not a part of the um, the king's cabinet or anything. No, he was not even on the same cadre with those people. Let me, I'll just consider him as a lowly servant. Let me just put. Let me just use that word. From someone like that, you know, definitely he might not have much. And someone coming from that area and becoming a queen of the own country, <laughs> it's his favor. It's his divine favor. So, um, to understand this better, um, like I used to advise you, you go back to your Bible and read Esther chapter 2. You can start from chapter 1 actually, but chapter 2 made showed that Esther's life is filled with favor. He found favor in the sight of her husband, that was King Araceros, and he found favor in sight of God. Let me repeat that. He found favor in sight of God, and he found favor in sight of Araceros. And I'm very, very sure, you know, I think, yeah, yeah, in the Bible, he says at chapter that said she was fine and all. But I am very, very sure that we would find people, ladies that were finer than her. And still did not become the king, the queen, mm-hmm. but she became the queen. I be, yes, she became the queen. It's not a, it's not a small, it's not a small thing. For example, in this world we have now, can we just say that? Um, you know, as as normally they pick the king and all. Even if there's a king already and there's a queen. The queen has to be someone that is a very good person, a, a presentable queen, a presentable one. Looking at that and looking at how, how it was then, you know that <laughs> it's not easy for someone that is coming from the, let me use the word ghetto, or someone that is coming from um, an orphan to just get into that position like that. It should favor. God showed, God showed um, Esther favor. Uh, should I use the word? God grant, uh, granted her divine favor, and she found favor inside of King Ahasuerus. Some people, some Bible will call that please, Cesses, yeah, Cesses or something. So, I'm going to be concluding this um, this week's episode, this week's podcast with um, anyone can enjoy God's favor. Anyone. Anyone can actually enjoy God's favor. You don't have to be a, 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 a um, an established somebody before you enjoy God's favor. Everybody do enjoy. Just that um, the capacity at which each and every one of us enjoys the favor is might be different. Might just be different. So um lastly uh, most time when people uh, most times when people refer to divine favor they explain explain it as God's deciding to step into your situation into a problem they es- they explain people, most people explain God's favor in terms of um work in terms of situational as if God's mess, uh, God's favor is only situational So what I'm going to be ending with is I just want to tell you I just want to hear yeah, that um you being alive is mm-hmm. a favor from God. It is a big favor from God. 
so i hope i've been able to teach you something about favor and i pray that the holy spirit will expand everything i've said and make you understand better Thank you for listening. Have a great day.